Laser 99.3 and 98.5. Right now, I've got on the phone Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park and currently doing his solo stuff, touring right now for his new album, Post Traumatic. Hey there. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are How are you feeling after last night's game? <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had, I had a I had a pretty fun night off. I was uh, went and saw Halloween, um, and then went over to like a like basically I'm in New Orleans, and we went to a place that serves like traditional like New Orleans food and you know seafood etouffee and like a had a beer and watched the end of the game and cursed the Red Sox and <laughs> got some good sleep. So I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play a show. Not, I'm also like for the, for, to be fair, I'm not like, I'm not like a, a diehard baseball fan, but, but when I do watch baseball, I watch the Dodgers. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. Like you're, you know, you're talking to mass right now. So had to, what are we gonna, what am I gonna got us? Yeah. And you're going to be coming to Boston uh, soon enough, November 14th. House of Blues on your uh, post-traumatic tour. So really looking forward to having you and even more looking forward to you wearing a Boston jersey when you get here. No. Oh, yeah, that's totally going to happen. I'm kidding. So <laughs> <laughs> getting into your album, Post Traumatic, which first off, what made you want to just get I, I felt like when it happened, I immediately heard like and Mike Shinoda is doing solo stuff and here's here's his EP and now here's this album. I feel like you went right to work. Well, for me, like, you know, when with a couple things that I always tell people about, you know, how, how this worked for me and also just how music works for general for me. I mean, first of all, whenever I've got something, you know, going on, something that I'm thinking about or something that feels like I've, I've got to think about, I usually turn to art. I turn to painting and I turn to making music. After Chester passed away, I was, you know, for a while, I was actually anxious about going in the studio at all. I was like afraid of my studio, mm. which is weird because it's, we're not talking about like a big old professional recording studio in some fancy part of Hollywood. Like I have a room in my house that I have my, my production stuff and it's, it's, it's an average size, you know, spare room, bedroom. I have, you know, I, I've written stuff in that room for, for our band and other people for 10 years. Yeah. And Chester and I have tracked our vocals in that room for 10 years. And so mm-hmm. it was really weird to go in there at all. But I realized I can't avoid, it would be stupid to avoid a room in my house. Like, I eventually have to get over it. So I started going in there and doing little jams. And the jams turned into songs naturally. And then the songs turned into the album. In the begin, I mean, generally, the album is like a diary. Like, in the beginning, it was really dark yeah. <laughs> stuff where I was sor- sorting through ideas. And then eventually, at the midpoint of the record, it's 16 tracks, and around that track eight or nine, it starts to turn towards a more hopeful side and looking to the future. And by the end of it, I'm even having fun. The tour picks up basically where the album left off, and it's a very you know hopeful and fun and celebratory thing. Um, the last thing I would want, I guess one person called it a tribute tour. I think that's terrible. It's mm. definitely not a tribute. It's definitely not a tribute show or a tribute tour because when I think of that, I think of like, song. it's like, that sounds to me like a funeral. It is definitely, I, I, I stayed away from that type of vibe of the show, um, avoiding that at all costs. 
I was going to say, it's so funny you described it as a diary. Um, there were just some tracks on there that were so deeply personal. I thought when I would listen to it, I was like, oh, it's going to be like vaguely mentioned. It was like, no, this is what happened after the show, right before the you know Rose Bowl. This is how I'm feeling. We're at a kid's birthday party, and this is how I'm feeling. It was wild. I yeah, felt right, like I right. was right there it's, with that's, you. That's the diary that's the component that I say when I say it's like a diary, you know, those were things that were going on. And even in like one of, you know, some of the videos for those songs, I've done videos for almost all the songs at this point, And I, I put images in there of, you know, like my kids' rooms and stuff like that, because I wanted, I really wanted you to feel the, the human being here, you know, like I had too many, so much music these days, I'm not knocking it, but like oftentimes, like when people listen to music, they're thinking about, oh, the artist brand, their marketing plan, their you know all that stuff, and and you know sometimes you get the artistry first, mm-hmm. but on this record, on this record, I didn't want there to be any mistaking that like this is not this is not those things. This is it's just a diary, and it's 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 me kind of sorting through my own stuff. And and I wanted to do that in as open a way as possible because I know that there are a lot of other people that feel the same way. And, and I know that by sharing my story, I know that other people hopefully can feel more open and, and, and free to share their own, whether it's, hey, I just really love Linkin Park and I just really admired Chester's. I just loved his voice. I love the songs. Or I have, you know, somebody might, a lot of other people actually, have come to me and said, "Hey, I've got, I've had lots of my own other things going on in life, and I really related to this album, and this is why." We'll be back with Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park in just a bit. Going to be talking about the 18th anniversary of Hybrid Theory and how he feels like he's a new artist. Laser 99.3, and we're back with Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park, who's been working on his solo stuff. He just released his new album, Post Traumatic, earlier this year. He's going to be coming to House of Blues in Boston November 14th, and it's a very important anniversary this year. I saw that Hybrid Theory has turned 18 years old. It is old enough now to go buy its own cigarettes, which is is, is crazy. <laughs> when you look back, though, at it, how does it make you feel? What I One thing that I appreciated um, earlier this year, there was a period of time last year where I felt like I was going to, like, quit. Oh. And... There was a there was a moment a few months like maybe maybe six months later where I went, wow I'm like back in a flow, but it feels different. Like I really have I almost feel like a new artist. Like I don't know what I'm doing, and that's kind of nice. And I, and and speaking of the hybrid you know, to the hybrid theory thing, like our mentality that time was that we knew who we were, but we also were had so much to learn in terms of how to how to express that or how to record those songs or like for example when we met Chester he he and I would talk a lot about how he was singing because mm-hmm. when he would sing on a on, when we'd write a new song I could pinpoint who it was he was imitating like I'd be like listen to these three tracks like this one you sound like Scott Weiland this one you uh. sound like Dave Gahan from Peshmo- Depeche Mode and this one you sound like Perry Farrell <laughs> Jane's addiction. Like you're, you're just you. You're a really, really, really good singer, and you're just emulating these other people who are also good. But you're not locked into one thing that's you. So let's figure out what's you. 
And we spent the, a, a lot of the time in the early days of be, being a band and some of the early tracks of Hybrid Theory, um, like defining, you know, defining that together, the two of us. So it's like you're back in the beginning again, pretty much, you know, like it's come full circle. You're well, yeah, starting it feels, over. It feels, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It feels that way. And by the way, like I'm, I'm also, you know, I feel that way when it comes to getting on stage. Um, the, the, a lot of the stuff I'm doing on stage right now, like with Lincoln Park, we, we always um, we basically wrote a set list in the beginning of the tour and played basically a, the set every single night or we play one of two sets we'd rotate them every other night um the shows that i'm doing now i write a set list like a you know a few hours before the show and it's a lot more spontaneous i i let i've let fans in the crowd pick what song we should do next oh cool um i've let i've one kid the other night said um in between songs he yelled out mike will you be my dad (laughs) so i told him well well since since i'm your dad i'll be your dad but since i'm your dad his name was zach and I told him, since I'm your dad, though, I like the name Zach, but I get to rename you. <laughs> and um, my drummer, Dan, is Israeli. And I asked Dan, I went over off the mic, and I asked Dan for the most random Israeli name. Mm. And he thought about it for a minute, and he said, Kahalani. So I told Zach his new name is Kahalani, and I <laughs> referred to him as Kahalani for the rest of the night in between all the songs. Oh, my God. If you like, son, where are you? It's like, you know, it's just like the stuff is like these things are things that like it keeps the shows interesting for all of us, you know, and it makes it fun. I mean, we have obviously we have there's moments where we talk about Lincoln Park, we talk about Chester, talk about Fort Minor and stories from the road and whatever. And, and also the, the ways that the fans relate to and relate to the songs and why different things are meaningful. You know, I've heard stories from all the fans about all kinds of different um, events in their lives that that made them connect to the songs in a specific way, whether that's a celebration or a tragedy. And all of those things create a really powerful, you know, experience each night at the show. And it's one that I've never seen anything. I've never watched a show that's like this show, and I've never been a part of anything that's like this show. Thank you so much for your time, Mike. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to more solo stuff coming out and hopefully Fort Minor, too. Awesome. Thanks so much, Leah.